Good evening. Welcome to Life Brand New with Pastor Tara, a middle-aged woman starting life over, not from scratch, but from experience. Last week, we talked about accountability. This week, we're going to talk about dealing with trauma. So that we know that trauma comes in different forms. You can be physically traumatized. You can be emotionally traumatized. You can be mentally traumatized. You can be spiritually traumatized. And we're going to talk about that tonight, just for a few moments, if you will allow me to. Um, trauma is something that I'm sure many of us have dealt with in our lives at some time or other. And it's not easy to deal with it. And it's sometimes not even easy to detect. And what I mean by detect is sometimes we don't know the root cause of the trauma, but we tend to kind of go day to day, just grinning and bearing it. And that isn't always healthy for us to do. So, you know, whenever we talk about how to deal with that on a natural level, let's talk about the natural first. Um, there are different doctors for different things. Let's just say that. So if you're physically traumatized, of course, you'll go to the emergency room or go to an urgent care or your family doctor or whatever. But when you deal with mental or emotional trauma, then a lot of times you are sent to maybe a psychiatrist or a therapist or a psychologist to help deal with those traumas. Um, a lot of us in the black community have grown up with those types of doctors being taboo. Like we don't go to therapists or we don't go to psychiatrists or psychologists because we just don't. We have been raised and taught to be strong no matter what. But there comes a time when you sometimes just can't. You can't be strong all the time and you have to deal with those traumas. You can have childhood trauma that you carry into adulthood and not having dealt with those can affect your everyday life. For instance, just say you grew up in an abusive household where your parents um, were, were physically violent toward each other, or even maybe to you where you were beat or I'm, I'm not going to say that spanking your children is wrong because I was raised on the Bible and the Bible says spare the rod, spare the child. And it taught me a lot of lessons in those spankings. But at the same time, when you're not mature enough to understand what's going on, that's something that can be embedded in your mind and in your spirit. And it could lead to other traumas in life. For instance, let's just, I'm, I'm going to use me for example because I'm, I'm trying to be transparent so that you can understand the need for us to deal with these things. Um, growing up, I got spankings all the time because I was terrible. This mouth of mine was reckless and it still is, but 
it's a different kind of reckless now. But anyway, so my dad used to spank me all the time because I was getting in trouble all the time. And I asked him one day, I said, why do you spank me so much? And he said, I spank you because I love you. And at the time, I didn't understand the truth in that. And the truth in that was he chastens those who he loves. Chasing me, he, it means that he corrects me or he um, punishes me in that way. And since the Bible does say to spare the rod, spoil the child, that was the way that it was. And I, my children were the same way. But let me tell you how that transfers into adulthood. So having this mindset as a teenager and getting into a relationship with an abusive boyfriend and asking the same question, why do you hit me all the time? And then hearing the exact same answer, I hit you because I love you. So I'm not mature enough to understand that that was not the type of love from a significant other that was healthy. So I believed that and I began to believe that, okay, well, yeah, he does hit me because he loved me and stayed in an abusive relationship as a teenager because that was the way I was taught, not knowing that I was being traumatized at the time. And it took some time for me to realize that, hey, this is not what love is. And I'm sharing this hoping that it will help somebody if you are in that situation. Um, it, it came to a time where he didn't hit me and I started to believe that he didn't love me. And so I would try to provoke him to hit me. How stupid is that? But that's where my mind was as a teenager and having gone through that as a child and equating that with love. So, you know, it took some maturing for me to understand that love doesn't hurt. Not this kind of love. This is not the kind of love that I'm, I, I need. Like, as a grown woman or a grown person, you've been raised already. I don't need that type of love in my life. And having to heal from that physically, as well as mentally and emotionally, was a journey. And it's a journey that can be completed. And I want someone to understand that there are people out there that love you for real and love doesn't have to hurt. Love should never hurt. And I want you to be able to be rescued from a situation like that. And not saying rescue as in look for another man or another woman to help you to gain, get out of that situation. But I want you to gain the strength within yourself to know how worthy you are of being treated right. How worthy you of, how worthy you are of being loved properly. And that's not the proper way. So whenever you are dealing with um, that kind of childhood trauma, talk to someone and make sure that you are healed from any type of trauma that you had in your childhood, whether it be that, whether it be um, a verbal abuse, because that's real abuse as well. 
if you were verbally abused and and you know whenever we get those types of things in our mind and it and we normalize it like oh that's just the way they are no that's not good and and you don't have to deal with that so as an adult there are options for you to be removed from those types of situations i mean of course there's the police and a lot of people don't even the black people don't like to involve the police in their personal affairs but if it's to the point where it's you or me life or death please involve the police who am i to judge i've had to call the police before and look at me i'm still here and i don't care who judges me for that but again if it's verbal abuse or mental abuse or emotional abuse seek help I mean, they, we, we have all types of crisis hotlines and things that we can call and, and people can uh, give you resources for your area if you have those types of situations that you're dealing with. But I do want to talk about spiritual trauma as well. You know, a lot of times we, those of us that grew up in church, we grew up in a way that we were just taught to believe everything that we heard. And some of the things that are done in church can be traumatizing. Um, I came up in a time where, where my great grandmother was the pastor and she preached fire and brimstone every Sunday. And it scared people, it, it scared me. Um, it didn't scare me to the point that I would do right, but at the time it did. And once I got old enough to study for myself and see, yeah, hell is real. I'm not saying that it's not, but there's more to life and being a Christian than being fearful of going to hell. God said that he wanted us to have life and have it more abundantly. So instead of being fearful of hell, be dedicated to living a life of fulfillment. Be dedicated to living a life of joy. And if you're doing the things that you're supposed to, if you call yourself a Christian and you are living Christ-like, then the fear of hell shouldn't be there. But there are other things that happen in church that traumatize people as well. Um, there are times when you have been mistreated in church. There are times where um, people have bashed your name in church and things like that can traumatize you spiritually to the point where you don't trust church anymore or you don't trust pastors anymore or you don't, I don't get down with that anymore. So God wants to heal us. The scripture says that above all, he wants us to prosper and be in good health. And health meaning physically and spiritually. And prosper doesn't automatically mean money. Pros to prosper is growth, is living. And that's what God desires from us. So if you are dealing with any type of trauma, like I have, I've dealt with several different types of trauma. And the healing was so necessary because if you think about, think about a tree and 
parts of a tree that die, if that deadness isn't pruned away or cut away, then eventually it spreads and the whole tree dies. But if you cut away that dead part, you can see that tree begin to grow and flourish. And that's what we want for you. We want for you to be able to grow and flourish in every area of your life. And we also know that sometimes in church, the church is kind of narrow-minded, I'll say. Um, we don't minister to the total man. And by that, I mean, we, we don't, we, we only zone in on the spirit and we only talk about money when we want it. We don't talk about how to have a healthy relationship. We don't talk about how to be financially literate. We don't talk about um, how to love someone properly whenever you are entering a relationship. We don't talk about things like that. We talk about being blessed. We talk about getting new cars, new houses, new wives, new husbands. We talk about all of that stuff while you have a dying church. So as leaders, we have to understand that the church is supposed to be for the total man. We're supposed to be able to rely on the church for everything. We shouldn't have to rely on the world for anything that we have need of. It should be in the church. So anybody that has gone through church hurt, we all have. I have. What I would recommend is that you not turn away from God, but turn away from that church. Unless God puts you there. If God puts you there and you are being fed or you have an assignment, stay put. But if you're somewhere where there is only trauma and toxicity, you need to go. It's that simple. I want everyone to be able to live their best life because I am. It took me some time to get here. And like I said, I'm 50 years old and I am finally at a point in my life that I can say that I'm at peace. I'm happy. I am healed. I am whole. And it takes a lot to be able to get there. But when you're there, it, it it's like no other feeling in the world. And you'll do anything in your power to keep that feeling. And I want everyone to feel that. I want everyone that listens to me to be able to wake up in the morning and breathe a sigh of relief. Not just because you're awake, but you woke up in peace. You lay down at night in peace without having to worry about anything. Yeah, of course, we have life's, you know, normal worries. You know, we, we got to go to work. We got to go pay the bills. We got to do this. We got to do that. But you can still do all of that in peace. You can still find the joy of the Lord so that you can live life to the fullest. And I want you just to ponder on that for a while. Think about if there's anything that has traumatized you and see if you can get to the root of what it was. And let's remove that. Let's remove that from your, from your life. It's not going to always be easy to remove it because you might be in the house with them. They might be family. 
but you'll eventually learn to do everything to protect your peace. So until next time, remember every day that you wake up is an opportunity to rewrite your narrative. So write it and then live it to the fullest. So until next time, prayers of prosperity and purpose. Good night.